She's a best-selling author and life coach, obsessed with helping women to silence their insecurities, build healthy boundaries, and fearlessly pursue the life and career of their dreams. Join her as she provides you with strategies and real-life tips to create your best life. Welcome to Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne Rivera-Dannert, known as the Fearless Living Coach. And today I have an amazing guest with us, and you're in for a treat. So make sure that you have your pen and paper ready so you can take some notes. And without further ado, let's get started. Hello, Um, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So let's get started. Tell us, you know, your name and a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Sure. I am Dr. Amira Randolph. Um, Before any title of what I do, um, I'm a wife, a mom, a believer, a business owner, a daughter, a friend, etc. I do own Randolph Family Services right here in the beautiful city of Virginia Beach, Virginia, where I am a certified life and business coach. So I work with a plethora of families and individuals um, who are seeing their way through trauma so that they can live a better life. Um, That's what I do. I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland. I've been here um, in Virginia with my family for the last four years. Oh, nice. Awesome. Awesome. So can you tell us a little bit, especially, you know, in the business that you're in, why do you think people are not living a fearless life? Um, I think that, you know, life has affected many people in a way that they are full of fear. So they are fearful um, and they don't know how to be fearless. And so sometimes with trauma and with uh, different just living experiences, um, we become afraid. And sometimes in our households coming up, we're taught to be afraid, right? We're, we're, we're taught to be very cautious, um, you know, not to move forward or things of that nature. And so being fearless is something that we have to be taught as well, because it requires like a lot of gumption. It yeah. requires a lot of faith. It requires a lot of self, a positive self-image. It requires a lot to be fearless. And so just like many are taught um, to be full of fear, they have to be taught how to be fearless. Yeah, that is so true. And we'll dig in, in you know, into that a little in a little yeah. bit. So can you tell us a little bit as to how do you maintain a positive mental health for oh yourself? My God. One, for me, Um, My relationship with God is my everything. That is my personal lifeline. And so I do a lot of prayer. I do a lot of meditation. I do a lot of um, vision writing and I have vision boards everywhere. Um, I do a lot of self-actualization, right? I do a lot of um, positive statements and affirmations that are on post-it notes and those two are everywhere. in my house, like in my car, in my office, on the job, like this, 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 the same way that many speak negatively. Um, I've made a decision a long time ago, many, many years ago, um, to speak positively to my life. And so I make it my business to make sure um, that I speak those things that are not as if they are. And so if it's something that I want, um, something that I, that I need personally, um, I speak it and then I walk it out and then I figure out, you know, how me and God are going to manifest that thing. 
You know, and that is so true because oftentimes people, you know, from our upbringing to society, you know, our teachers and things like that have spoken to us in a negative way. And we keep, you know, we hear that over and over and over again that we begin to believe it. Mm -hmm. So we have to be purposeful in speaking to ourselves positively so we can Absolutely. reprogram our thought patterns. Absolutely. I totally agree. I can remember um, Marianne, because I am completely deaf in one ear. I was about 11 years old and I got um, a disease called mononucleosis. And it's back in the early 90s where mm -hmm. medicine and technology had not yet met. <laughs> they, were, they were not married. They were very much, you know, like living separate lives. And so the treatment, uh, I was I was blessed that it didn't take my hearing from both of my ears, but the treatment mm -hmm. my, took hearing from one of my ears. Um, and so I became deaf in one ear. And then being a talker, um, I also stuttered. And so I was so afraid, you know, to speak and to talk. And I can remember I had a teacher um, that told me, you know, like that was going to be an issue for me. And so I just needed to like find a regular old mediocre job because, you know, public speaking really wasn't my thing. Um, and I was raised a Muslim and, you know, that wasn't really cool either. Like all of these negative things that were, there really wasn't anything empowering that came from her. And I so wish I could find her today. Because <laughs> life is different. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's very true. That's very true. Can you share a little bit about, and I know you kind of like spoke about an event, but maybe there's mm -hmm. something else mm -hmm. in your life that happened that caused you to pause and pivot and change your perspective in life. Oh my gosh. My husband and I, um, I met my husband when I was 13 years old um, and we got married when I was 28. I think I was 28, 27, 28 when we got married and um, I could not conceive. We had the most difficult time conceiving. And um, I was diagnosed with a disorder called mono endometriosis. And so um, if you know anything about endometriosis, fertility is one of those things that becomes almost impossible in many cases to happen. And so I had to pivot because um, I was looking at what the doctors were saying, and then I was looking at what um, the word of God was saying to me. And then I was, you know, feeling what I was feeling in my own heart. And so I had to make a decision, right? Like, do I look at what they're look at what the doctors are saying? Because it's very fearful what the doctors are saying, right? Like my ovaries were looking like prunes and I wasn't producing healthy eggs like what they were saying made it look as if um, motherhood would not be a part of my story. Mm -hmm. And so I had to make a decision and approach the situation totally fearless. And this is really where my fearlessness for real, for real, y'all, was birthed because I had to pray my way through. I had to take a plethora of medications. I had like 19 different medications that I was taking and some of those things worked and some of them things didn't. Mm -hmm. I took I had to go through three surgeries, right? And then we had IVF done in the first round did not work, okay? So there was a lot of things that really was going against me. And so I made a decision that I was going to pivot in the situation. And it really was going to be 
completely fearless. I was not going to pay attention to what others said. I was not going to pay attention to science. It was going to be me and God. And I was going to get my baby out the mud. And I am so happy to say that I birthed two little people. Mm. Yeah, I had that's to beautiful. Me. Yeah. Yeah, that's that that testimony right there just deserves a moment of silence because that is amazing. That it's beautiful. You know, and in addition to, you know, being a prayer warrior and having that faith, it was also believing that it was going to happen. Oh my God. And not yes. giving up and speaking it and believing it and yes. you know, just like you said, positive affirmations and just going towards it. Yeah, yeah, all day, every day. That's amazing. That's amazing. Who has made the most influence in your life? My grandmother. Um, my grandmother, my my nana. And I was, it's so interesting that you would ask me that, right? Because um, I was just thinking about her the other day um, and she passed away. My crystal was supposed to be born on February 19th. My grandmother passed away on January 18th. And then 11 days later, our Krista came early. And so our family always says, you know, that God knew that we needed some joy. And so he sent our Krista early. But my grandmother um, was from the South um, and then she migrated to the North. And so she was the first, she did a lot of firsts, right? Um, in our family, she was the first to come to the North. She was the first to get um, a college degree. She was the first at that time, they weren't giving um, people of color credit cards to department stores. And so she was the first in our family um, to have like a plethora. I mean, she had every credit card known to man, right? But Nanny would always say, it's not where you start, it's where you end mm -hmm. up. And so she is um, my shero. She's been gone for eight, eight years. Mm -hmm. um, but every day as I push through life, I always remember um, my Nana. So shout out to Mrs. Edith Moore. That's beautiful. That's What motivates you to get out of bed? What inspires you and drives you? Girl, because I like my check. <laughs> Listen, you know, I'm so, I'm, I'm so real. So I hope I'm not offensive to any of your listeners. No, I love it. I love it. I good money to do what I do. And so when I get tired, it's like, do you sleep or do you make this money to go on vacation? Right. So that's like one of my earthly motivations is, um, I love, I don't, I don't love money. I love the options mm -hmm. that money provides. Okay. Yeah. Um, money provides options. And so I do not want you all to think that right. I am a lover of money. Um, but for me, the, the, the word of God says that money answers all things. And so I love the options yeah. that money provides. Um, spiritually, what helps me get up every day is that there is someone that is waiting on me. Mm -hmm. um, and I do not want to commit spiritual homicide. No. And so there is someone that needs to hear my voice on that day at that time, right? Whether we're already scheduled, whether they're going to be someone that's coming to my office for the first time. Um, I also have to show my daughters what it looks like to rise above how you feel, right? Because we feel what we feel every day, um, but we have to be able to survive the emotions and press through. Mm -hmm. And so whether it is my menstrual cycle and my cramps are kicking my butt, I have a job to do because someone is depending on me, right? Um, whether I have a boatload of laundry and I really want to stay home and do my laundry, 
nope, someone is depending on me, right? So I do have moments where I have downtime, um, but I also am very cognizant of I have to show up for somebody because that is my God-given assignment. I've got to show up. You know, and I love the fact that you mentioned that money creates opportunities mm -hmm. because that is so important. It's like people get mm -hmm. caught up in that little, you know, the beginning of the Bible verse that money yes. is the root of all evils, yes. which is not, is the it's love not. of money. It's the love of it. That's yeah. right. And That's money right. creates a lot of opportunities and opportunities to be extremely happy. Listen, <laughs> listen, look, I, listen, y'all, I was in church today, right? And, um, you know, shot shameless plug shout out to new testament church here in portsmouth mm -hmm. virginia but i was in church today y'all and the prophet said to my husband and i you know out of all of the things that he said to us one of the things he said was you all don't have to move but if you want to you can and that thing resonated in me so much because i think oftentimes when we are fearful to even try we miss the opportunity of what god has for us Right. And so that is also a part of living a fearful life. Right. Like sometimes you don't have to have all of the money in the bank. But if you just step out on faith and you choose to be fearless, you'll look yeah. up and you'll see that it's there. Right. So yeah. I don't love money. I really, really don't. But I love the options. Um yeah that it affords me. I live in a really nice neighborhood. My children go to a really nice school, like those, those kinds of things. And then when I see a single mom that may need, God has allowed me to have resources where I'm able to support and pour into other people. So I, I absolutely love it. Those, those options aren't always for me. Sometimes it's for me to present that option for somebody else. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. If you can go back in time and give your 18 year old self some advice, what advice would that be? Oh, my gosh. At 18, I had a really big untamed mouth. So I would say, be quiet and listen. There's power in listening um, to the right stuff and to the right people. Um, you don't have to fight your way through life. Mm end is going to be better than how it started um oh gosh this, this is really touching my heart and you are more powerful than what you believe mm -hmm. um, be consistent continue to press continue to push forward because again amira your outcome girl like you're you're 18 today yeah. but in your 40s like you're gonna be a bad mama jamma <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I love that. That's beautiful. If you could have coffee or, you know, for every drink with um, a historical figure, who would that individual be? And what would that conversation look like? A historical figure. Thomas Jefferson, tell the truth. You did have them baby ball and black girls. You know you did. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like so many people, girl. Um, I would, I would. <laughs> like, Tommy, come on. <laughs> you know that you liked it over here. Go ahead and tell the people the, the whole truth and nothing about it. Um, but on a serious note, I will, I would love to have a conversation with Malcolm X and the Dr. Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. Um, and my reasoning is because my father is a Christian pastor. My mother um, at the time was married to um, an Islamic minister. And so I received 
the good and the bad of both worlds. Mm -hmm. And so being able to have a conversation with two amazing icons that stood their truth, like 10 toes flat in what they believed um, mm -hmm. and had the ability to love one another, I would want to be able to pick their brain of how I can be a contributor to the world now in 2023, um, knowing some of the things that I know, learning some of the things that I don't know, and then them teaching me how to make it work for my people. Mm, I like that. I like that. I'm still laughing about that, Tommy. Girl, because you know, Tommy be like, Tommy, listen, listen. It's acceptable now. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just like really set the record straight? <laughs> I'm your granddaughter. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel that you have had your I've made a moment? And if you have not, what does that moment look like? Say that one more time. Do you feel you've had your I've made it moment? And if you have not, what does that moment look like? Um, I feel like that moment is ongoing. Mm. Um, it's a moment for me that will never come to complete fruition until I pass. Mm -hmm. um, I'm from a broken home, but I did not do that with my children. Mm. I made it. Um, my parents are recovering addicts, but that is not my story. Yeah. I made it. Um, I'm from the inner city in Baltimore City, and now I live in the suburbs of Virginia Beach. I made it. Um, I received an honorary doctorate degree when no one thought that that was even possible. I made it. I'm a business owner. I'm from a long line of amazing women that live lives like you have to stay on your job for 20, 30 years and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I've learned how to make it as an entrepreneur, you know, giving the world what God has placed in me. Um, and making good money off yeah. of it. I've made it, right? So there are going to be more of the I've made it moments. Um, the way that I know that I have made it is when it's moments like this, when I have an mm -hmm. opportunity um, to make a deposit into someone else, right? Like we live our lives, or at least I do, live my life. One man sows another man waters and God does the increase. And so I know that I've made it when God allows me to do one or the other. Either I'm sowing a seed or I'm watering a seed. I love that. And, and I love how you broke it down into each yeah. different moment. I yeah. love that. Yeah. If you could recommend a movie to our viewers and our listeners, what movie would that be and why? Okay. So there are a couple of things if you haven't noticed now. Amira loves comedy, right? And so for me, um, it's like that is my downtime. So I think any comedy by the amazing Kevin Hart, watch it so that you can laugh and so that you can get rid of some of that fear that you have. Um, and it opens you, like humor opens you, comedy opens you, laughter opens you to be able to receive something new and something afresh, right? So that you don't know the process of um, getting rid of the fear that you have. Watch yourself a comedy. Absolutely love it. 
Then the other one, um, I, and I can't even think of the name, but it, it is the, bi the biopic of the Madam C.J. Walker. I think it is absolutely amazing to be able to watch that movie because it does a few things. As women, it lets us know that we can. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we just need to see right. someone that looks like us that speaks our language, right? That has experienced some of the things that we have experienced that has made it to let us know that we can do it too, right? Um, and then she did it in a time period where it was unheard of. That's mm -hmm. another you can moment, right? And so sometimes people will say to you, sis, you're too old, you're too dark, you're too light, you're divorced. You don't have any children. Like they tell you stuff as yeah. if you don't already see yourself every day. Right. But that's not the reason why you can't do it. And so when we watch that movie and look at how she overcame, look at how she made it. Like that's a real I made it moment. And to this day, all of these decades later, we're still rocking and talking about Madam C.J. Walker. Come on now. So, yeah, I want you to watch a comedy and I would recommend watching that so that you can get empowered to be better. Beautiful. So earlier on, you talked about your business. Can you tell us a little bit more about your business? Who does it serve? And what um, made you create that business? So I didn't do it. And I didn't want to do it. It was, I'm for real, y'all. It was like at the beginning of the pandemic, okay? We had, we had already been here for like a year and some change. And if you're just chiming in, I'm in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And we have been here for like a year and some change. It's like couldn't find a J-O-B, right? And so um, the pandemic comes. And so now I still can't find a job. And so literally I'm sitting on my bed. Everything happens when I'm sitting on my bed. Sitting on my bed and God was like, reopen Randolph Family Services. I had started Randolph Family Services a few years ago, right after I graduated with my master's. It wasn't the right time, though. That's a whole that's a whole nother show, because sometimes we can do something that's a little too early. And mm -hmm. we think that because it's not successful that we shouldn't do it. No, we just did it too early. Yeah. And so God was like restart Randolph Family Services. And I was like, nobody is like going to listen to me. And I and I don't build insurance because it's coaching. And I'm, I'm giving God like all of these reasons of why I shouldn't do it. And he was like, <clears throat> do it. So I went on and I did it. And literally, um, I have almost lost count with how many families that have come through our doors. And so I serve people that one, recognize that they have a problem and they are willing to come to a place that can help them solve their problem. So I do. Oh, we're experiencing some technical difficulties. So we'll wait until her connection is back. It looks like we lost her connection. <clears throat> and let me just tell you, the devil is a liar because that was some powerful stuff that she was talking about. And her system seems to be a little bit down. So hopefully it will come back up. Nope. 
she has exited. So hopefully she will be back. We'll give her a couple of minutes to bring her back on. And if you are just tuning in, we are having a conversation with one of our amazing authors, Dr. Amir Randolph, and she is back. Yes. Sorry, you guys. It was crazy, but in our in our neighborhood, we just had a power outage. Like, oh wow, and came back on. So I'm so so sorry. But um, what, what was the question, Mary? You were talking about your business and who it okay. serves. So we serve couples. Um, that have experienced trauma, whether it is adultery, addiction, mental health disorders, mm -hmm. um, mental health disorders. And when I work with people that have mental health disorders, I also work in accompaniment with their um, primary care doctor. So I will create life plans that includes them being medication mm -hmm. compliant. So that's what I do with couples. Um, and then I also do premarital. But then there's also just individuals that are stuck and want to get unstuck and don't know how to get unstuck. Um, and so that's where I work with individuals. And then we've just recently added business coaching where I pull out the vision in them. Like many mm -hmm. people, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know how to do it, but they do. They have the answers in them. They just need someone that has the ability to pull the vision out of them and help them to create their business, market it, and then they become amazing. So that's what I I do and I have done for the last few years and I love it. I love it. That's awesome. And I'll make sure that we have a moment to talk about, you know, where people can connect with you and contact you and things like that. <clears throat> so our book anthology is called what is fearless living. So yes. <laughs> so how are you living a fearless life? Oh my gosh. Listen, y'all, I have learned just because of my experiences in life. Um, and one of the things that I promised myself is that I wasn't gonna take me too serious. Um, and I wasn't gonna take other situations and people too serious. So I live a very low key life. I don't get upset. I don't get angry about stuff. Everything has a solution. Um, and so that's how I maintain my peace. But I don't tell myself no either. And I believe that um, everything that God put in me, everything that I need, I already have it. Yeah. Right. I just have to dig deep and get it and bring it to the surface. So there's no such thing because God has not created me with a spirit of fear, but he's created me with love, power and a sound mind. And so I love him. I love what I do. I love what he allows me to do. Right. I love the power that he has allowed me to have and the power that I use. My word choice is so I'm so intentional about what I say and how I say it. And my mind, my mind stays on God 24 seven. Honestly, it really does. Even through my comedy, my mind stays on what would God want me to do in this season? How would God want me to show up in this situation? And how would God want me to respond? And so because of those things, um, I ain't full of fear, y'all. Not today. There was a time when I was, right. but not today. Not today. I love that. What are you looking forward to in 2023? <clears throat> um, 
to increase my profit margin. And I have a number in my head and in my heart um, to create a nonprofit in the name of both of my daughters um, to continue to laugh and to continue to love and to continue to have a good time and enjoy this ride of life. I've, I've now recently began saying, Marianne, that when I leave, I want to leave empty. Like, I don't want anyone to drive past the graveyard and be like, oh, she has so much potential as if I didn't use it all. But I want them to say, ah, that girl did everything, right? Because I exhausted all of it. So 2023 is going to be that year of manifestation, pushing out more books, pushing out more content, um, creating more social media content, creating more businesses, having more fun, laughing a whole lot more and traveling somewhere overseas with you, girl. Yes, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so as we get ready to um, wrap up, can you share a fearless tip that our audience can implement today? so they can start moving towards living a fearless life. Yes, if it makes you afraid, do it. If you say to yourself, um, I wanna start my business, but I don't know. See, fear is that thing that is so invisible that it becomes real in our bodies. We can't see it, but we can feel it, right? And so oftentimes when you get that feeling, it's because it's what you're supposed to be doing. Mm. I personally believe that there are spirits beyond ourselves that their responsibility is to steal, kill, and destroy. That's their responsibility. And so just like we have angels that are assigned to us to catapult us to our next, there are also spirits that are assigned or have the assignment within themselves to say, oh, we're going to pull her back because if we let her lose. She's going to free some, free some mm. other people, right? Like that's, that, that's, that's what they do. So I want you to not listen to those things, right? I don't want you to listen to the negative ideas or thoughts that you have in your mind. I want you to take that step, put one foot in front of the other and say, I don't have all the answers, but the one thing I know is that I can. And that little brown girl in Virginia Beach, Virginia told me to step out on faith and do the uncommon, the unprecedented. Do it. Just go and do it. And when you do it and you do it and you keep pushing and keep pushing, you will look up months, years down the road and say, I remember when I was too scared to do it, but mm. I did it anyhow. And your yeah. outcome is always going to be better than how you started. Yes, yes. And where can our viewers um, connect with you and learn more about you, purchase a copy of your book? Yeah, so you can go. Our website is RandolphFamilyServices.com. Um, my phone number, my office number is 757-996-0696. And then on social media, you can find me at Dr. Amira Randolph, or you can go to our company page, um, Randolph Family Services um, on Facebook. Thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're welcome. 
All right, everyone. I hope that you were able to get some very, very juicy nuggets from that conversation with Dr. Amira. Make sure that you connect with her, check out the show notes, share this podcast and leave us a review. And as always, remember, you are fearless. You are fabulous. You are a priority and you matter. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Don't forget to leave a comment, be sure to share and subscribe so together we can continue to change lives. I'll see you on Facebook at the Fearless Living Coach page. Until next time.